You start there. I am starting here on YouTube. We're getting ready to smile for a thumbnail. There we go. Smiling for a thumbnail. We're waving on this one. Two, one. There we go. Bam. Alright, there we go. And we are going to go live on YouTube. We are live on Comedy Schools Radio Network.com. And in just one second, we will be live on Facebook Live. We just going to get to the proper page. And there you go. There's me. What's on my mind? What's well, on everybody's mind today, I guess, you know? What's been on our mind every day now for weeks? Um, there we go. And we are starting the live YouTube. We've got the YouTube video going. Uh, YouTube Comedy School channel, please subscribe. We are live on Comedy Schools Radio Network.com. If you're listening there, uh, type in a comment. Type in a comment and say hi. And of course, here on Facebook Live. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday, April um, 8th, 6th. I don't know. I've lost track. 7th. 7th. April 7th. I didn't guess right either time. April 7th, uh, 2020. And uh, it's 2 o'clock. And as we say, hey, Diane Howe. As we have promised you every day at 2 p.m., <coughs> we are bringing you this show called Living on a Thin Line. Uh, hello, uh, Christian Price. Hello, uh, Cousin Mary. Uh, hello, Diane Howe. We're bringing this to you every day at 2 p.m. just as a way to give you maybe a little distraction from the um, everything that's going on in the world today. Not a way to try to mitigate it or say that it's not taking place or anything like that. There's a lot taking place. But every once in a while we need a break. Also, for uh, my wife, who happens to be my producer, Shirley Lovisic, um, it, uh, we decided that we needed, hello David Van Winkle, that we needed to create new realities for ourselves. We needed to create new schedules. Our old schedule was totally wiped away by this entire thing, being in the live performance business. And uh, instead of sitting around staring at our feet, uh, or staring at the window, uh, which is pretty darn easy to do right now. Um, we decided we would do something we've been planning on for years, which is try to move as much, if not all, of our uh, program of our business to an online business. And one of the things that we're doing every day is this show at 2 p.m., this silly, goofy show called Living on a Thin Line, where uh, I show you some goofy uh, knick-knack or memento or memorabilia that I have sitting around here in the home office in wonderful Maricopa, Arizona. By the way, um, uh, this is not just for uh, Christian, but for all Maricopans. We, many years ago, dubbed Maricopa the entertainment capital of Arizona based on these two facts. Uh, Dwight Yoakam has played here at least twice. Once for free. And also Foghat played here for free. And if that doesn't make us the entertainment capital, I don't know what does. So we are the entertainment capital. Um, we're doing what all of you are doing right now, which is we're doing our best to contribute by engaging in social distancing, by being extra nice and kind uh, and empathetic to anyone that we come in contact with. Uh, I still do walk my dog through the neighborhood, uh, and I do, um, I do practice a really strong social distancing. I do smile and wave at everyone that I see. Uh, one little thing that I haven't done that I used to do is I used to have this little motto, I would pick up at least one piece of trash on my walk. Maybe more sometimes, at least one. But the idea being if everybody who was out for a walk in Maricopa Meadows picked up one piece of trash, 
it would even add more to the beauty. Uh, I kind of stopped doing that out of um, this weird abundance of caution. Um, and uh, Shirley and I are kind of dedicated right now to um, the last time that we were out. We were out at the store on Saturday getting supplies and doing our best to uh, stay in now for an entire 14 days uh, and, and stay safe. And I hope that you can stay safe too. It may come to pass that we have some sort of situation where we have to go to uh, the grocery store. Uh, and if we do, uh, the last time we went out, we wore gloves, we wore masks. Uh, what helps, what he doesn't help, I don't know. But the main thing I'm happy about right now is that uh, uh, I'm healthy, and my wife is healthy, and her daughters are healthy, our grandchildren are healthy. Um, I had a little uh, scare where I had a family member in Los Angeles who had gotten ill, but it turned out to just be regular illness. But even that right now sets up such alarm bells in our heart and soul, doesn't it? But they're fine. My daughter is healthy. My brother is healthy. healthy. Most of my family, uh, his fiance or girlfriend, I shouldn't call her fiance. I didn't know at one time. I thought fiance was just a fancy French term for a girlfriend. That means uh, you're going to get married. That's how I ended up married. Uh, I kept telling people I didn't want to call. Uh, Shirley and I met and we were adults. And I thought as an adult, it sounded silly to my girlfriend. Maybe that was my own uh, harsh judgment and critique from when I was a kid. And I had a grandfather, great guy, but uh, a lady man. Uh, John, my grandpa John, and he got married like five times. And he was like in his 50s and 60s, and he introduced us to his new girlfriend. I thought, that's weird for a grown man to have a girlfriend? Um, Nick Rupert has asked, what are those pennants on the wall behind you? Those are St. Louis baseball cardinal pennants. Um, one is definitely from their 1982 World Series win, and the other one, I think, is from, uh, 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 is from a championship, a National League championship. It's funny, you collect all this stuff and you kind of don't look at it sometimes, huh? But um, uh, I'm looking at, you know, I will look at it more in depth. We'll take those pennants down sometime this week and make it part of our uh, memorabilia and knickknack section of the show. Um... Anyway, um, I thought that, uh, so I thought that fiancé was a, a fancy name for girlfriend. So, uh, when Shirley and I were, uh, dating, cohabiting, okay, uh, are you dating if you cohabit? You're dating, I'm trying to figure out how this works, okay? Um, you start out dating, and then you, uh, live together, and while you're living together, I don't think you're considered dating anymore. That's beyond dating, Okay? There's casual dating. Hello, Wesley Wilbur. Hello, Cousin Mimi. Uh, Cousin Mimi, uh, talking about those sentences. Oh, yes, they are. Oh, yes, they are. Uh, one's from 82, and the other one is from uh, the Chat. And I'm going to tell you the story. If you look right in the corner, uh, right under the penance there, so on YouTube, if you're looking over here, on Facebook, if you're looking over here, well, there's a couple of autograph pictures that are pretty funny, and I'll tell you about those in the coming weeks. But uh, they're pretty funny for, uh, not because they were made to be funny by comedians, but pretty funny as to uh, how I got them and what they say on them. So, um, anyway, uh, I started calling Shirley my fiance, and everybody goes, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? I went, yeah, you know what? We should get married. Okay, so uh, we got married, and uh, I'm glad we did. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad that during this uh, most unusual time, in the history of the world, in the history of the nation, in the history, in our personal histories, in our lives, 
that I've got Shirley here with me. I am so incredibly grateful, and I'm so incredibly grateful for those of you that tune in every day or take a look uh, here on YouTube or on Facebook Live every day at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. to 2.30. Okay, let's get to a little, uh, and I know a lot of people that look at this afterwards, and for those of uh, you that do that, I am grateful to you, too. Um, okay, let's get to the silly little knick-knack portion of the show. Like I said, I've always been kind of a collector, okay, a uh, collector of things, you know, uh, autographs. But, I mean, always avocationally, not like, this is what I do, you know, where I'm an expert in autographs or an expert in, uh, matter of fact, I'm not an expert in anything except how to write jokes. I am good at that. I am good at that. We'll talk a little bit more about that as the show progresses. Uh, oh, and I got a joke joke for you guys. Uh, at the end, which is a clean joke joke, it's a funny joke joke, and I'm going to tell it to you uh, at the end of the show, right around 2.27, 2.28, so stick around for the joke joke. Uh, joke joke, generally comics uh, kind of uh, disparage joke joke, comics who um, uh, up until recently worked on uh, live stages uh, throughout the country and throughout the world, but I always love joke joke, no, normally don't tell them on stage. The concept of on stage is that stuff that you create in your own mind and share with an audience. But I love them, and they're funny, and they need to be told, and right now you need to hear them. So I'm going to end the day with a pretty funny joke here. But uh, right now we're getting to the knick-knack uh, paddywhack portion of the show, and here's what I'm going to show you. And there you go. And YouTubers, uh, there you go. I'm trying to move my hands away. Try to be like a model in front of me right there. Look at this. What did we win, Carol? You won this fantastic RCA transistor radio. It is a uh, it is a deluxe transistor from RCA Victor. It is only F. It is only AM. So this thing came from. I'm gonna look up the serial number and stuff. Uh, but this is a battery powered, no electricity, battery battery powered only. Hello, Jerry. Transistor radio from back in the early a early era of uh, transistor radios. Um, and people used to carry these with them everywhere, kind of like this. You could carry them with you. And uh, I had a, a radio that was a little, there were, there were some that were much smaller. So yes, a long time ago. So this is a prototype <coughs> because they did become, excuse me, they did become somewhat smaller as time went by. This is a very early RCA Victor transistor radio. And you could walk around the neighborhood. You could sit in your house and listen to it. Hello, Lily. Um, you could, uh, um, uh, Lily, my uh, brother Jerry's girlfriend. My brother Jerry is here. You could walk around the neighborhood with these in your hands and listen. And it opened up a window to the world. Uh, prior to transistor radios, radios were big. And we got some big ones here in the house that we'll show you. We don't have what became the thing in the 60s, which was the um, Hi-Fi Council. Council. C-O-N-S-O-L-E, console. Uh, the Hi-Fi console was a really long, kind of low-standing piece of wood, and inside it was a record player, an AM-FM radio, and a place to store albums. And it actually became, it actually became like part of the furniture in the living room. Coach Jensen, morning does. They are mating all over the porch. It's weird to watch them, but I like the singing. Cool, that's what's going on in your place. You guys can tell us what's going on in your place right now. Hello, Trey Goodman. Hello, comrade. Trey Goodman uses the word comrade. Comrade. Um, anyway, back to this radio. Uh, I had, I never had one this size, but you could, you could listen. To, there was a cool thing. They were portable radios. Up until the time of transistor radios, 
Radios were stationary things that sat in people's homes and um, you couldn't carry it with you. One of my fond, I've got about 50 old-time radios in this house, many of which I'll be sharing with you later, and I'll look up and give you a little history and story behind each one. Um, but uh, one of the things I loved about being a little kid in old North St. Louis, Missouri, was in uh, sometime on Saturday afternoon as you were walking through the neighborhood, the span of two or three blocks, which was a whole universe back then, uh, windows would be open uh, on a summer day, and people would be have their radios on, and you could listen to and follow an entire baseball game while walking down the street. With the advent of transistor radios, you were able to take your music or take your game with you, and many guys would then take it with them, or maybe their wife didn't feel like listening to it, they could listen to it in the backyard, or you could carry your music with you. So I could walk around. My parents would go, I don't want to listen to those Beatles, I don't want to listen to those Rolling Stones, but I could walk around the neighborhood with my little transistor radio, and I had freedom to listen. Hello, Trey, to you, my best to you. We're all doing the best we can right now. So that's the one little knickknack I have here, transistor radio. By the way, if you've got funny little novelties or items in your home, and you want to um, uh, post them here, and we'll talk about them, or if you want to send me a picture of them, uh, I will put them up on my Facebook page, and we'll talk about them. We'll talk about your stuff. We'll talk about my stuff. We're going to talk about everybody's stuff. Let's get to the uh, uh, album portion of the day, shall we? And I got a couple of interesting things for you here. Let's see what I want to start out with first. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, oh, no. This one. This is what we're going with. All right. If you are from St. Louis, Missouri, there's a song on here, and you are... Um, a little older, or a lot older, there's a song on this album that is permanently etched inside your mind. So here's the album. There we go, YouTubers. You see it. There you go, friends. You see it. For those of you listening on Comedy Schools or Radio Network.com, this is an album by a band, I believe, out of Chicago called Lighthouse. And the title of the album is One Fine Morning. Pretty cool album artwork. Kind of early 70s, pseudo-psychedelic, semi-Peter Matt kind of uh, thing. I'm looking, I can't see, a guy named Brad, I can't make out the name, uh, it's a, on a label called Evolution. So, um, a guy named uh, Skip Prokop was on drums, percussion, and vocals. So I'm assuming with this band that the drummer was the lead singer. Uh, there were bands that uh, had success with that, most notably, of course, the Eagles. With John Henley being one of the main lead singers. Paul Hofford on piano, Ralph Cole, guitar and vocals, John Davino, Viola, DeFarmancello. They had a lot of instruments here. Uh, no one here uh, going all the way into uh, the name of the sax and trumpet player, which I think is kind of cool because a lot of rock bands didn't do that. But these were more of a uh, uh, rock and soul band. Their uh, big hit song off of here was a song called One Fine Morning. Okay, now that name might not mean anything to you, but if you're from St. Louis, Missouri, and you listen to KC95 in the 70s, you know the song One Fine Morning because that was KC theme music, and it had this guitar riff that went then horns jumped in, see I can't play the stuff on here because I don't have the copyright. But my idea behind this is to tell you either about uh, music that you loved at one time and may have forgotten about, 
music you may have never heard of before, so you can explore it. Okay, and obscure uh, albums that um, that I happen to own that uh, uh, might harken you back. So there, the opening to this album, I mean, the opening of that song, One Fine Morning, became the theme for Keishi, and we heard that. If you listen to Keishi, and if you were a certain age, that was what you listened to at home, that's what you listened to in the car. That was our station. That was our cultural touchstone in Missouri throughout the late 60s into the uh, uh, early to mid to late 70s. Or, uh, as far as I know, it still continues, but I left St. Louis in the late 70s. But when the music mattered, when you were a kid, when you were young, when you were junior high, high school, college, and the music mattered, Casey mattered, and their theme song for a long time was Lighthouses, One Fine Morning, you should Google or YouTube it, especially if you're from St. Louis, you go, oh my God, yes, I remember that song. So that's our first record. Our second record, and this is uh, not as obscure, but a little more interesting in this band's uh, history, this massive band, and you can tell this is an original that I bought this when it first came out, because uh, you can see that the, um, you can see here the plastic is starting to rip off, and you can see the price right there, and you can see that on YouTube, and you can see it on Facebook Live, everybody see it? And uh, this is a Fairport Convention, I'm sorry, you know, I didn't realize this is Fairport Convention, a movable feet. Fairport Convention, a movable feet. Now this is a live album. Uh, the big hit from this album is a song called Maddie Grove. And Fairport Convention did a kick-ass version of Maddie Grove. Now, I mean, you might be going, oh, that's old and obscure. Maddie Grove goes back hundreds of years. Maddie Grove is a Scottish ballad. As a matter of fact, Matty Groves, I believe, was involved in something called Child Music. There was a guy named, I think, Henry Child, who, who uh, put together a catalog of music from the 15, 16, 17, 1800s, much of which became the foundation of a modern American folk music. And Matty Groves, by Fairport Convention, extremely popular album-oriented rock uh, song in the mid-70s uh, in the Midwest, uh, I urge you to listen to it. There's about a hundred versions of Matty Grows, but it starts out a holiday, a holiday, the first one of the year. And the way they add in um, violins and bagpipes and organs and stuff is just fantastic. And it's the story of a young guy who is uh, having an affair with a uh, rich man's uh, wife. And she, the rich man is mean, and he's mean to his wife. And out of her sorrow and her pity and her sadness, she seeks out a lover, and it's young Maddie Groves, who is strong, brave, and true. And uh, the husband finds out, and they have a sword battle. You know? And there's something about, because you are rich and have a long, fine sword, and I have but a pocket knife. La, na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Come on, sing it with me, everybody. La, na, 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 na. La, na, 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 na. <laughs> Check it out. It's an ancient folk ballad, okay, that has stood the test of time and history. Uh, and uh, Fairport Convention introduced it to uh, the boomer generation on a studio album and on this album. And uh, the album, um, I got to be honest with you, I thought I was grabbing an old Fleetwood Mac album, but I'm not. Because uh, the album has very similar uh, sort of uh, artwork 
to uh, Fleetwood Mac's Mystery to Me. So that's why I was saying a, a more famous so famous uh, band. But uh, Ellen Conley just said, looked up one fine morning on YouTube and listened to it, and I remember it well. Yeah, man, if you're from uh, St. Louis, and I know, uh, Koi, you're from Chicago. By the way, Lighthouse was a Chicago band. So many great bands came out of Chicago. So many great bands came out of Chicago, including, of course, oddly enough, uh, the band Chicago. Sticks came out of Chicago. Uh, other great groups that came out. There were other great groups. If anybody's, uh, Koi, you're from Chicago, you might be able to tell us great musical groups that uh, originated in Chicago. Uh, Dan Fogelberg, of course, the great folk singer from uh, Chicago, or at least the Illinois er uh, area. So those are two albums, uh, or at least songs, that I'm recommending to you today to uh, look up and uh, listen to. So um, this is episode what, Cheryl, 22? So we're 22 days, some of us longer, into this thing. Uh, I may have mentioned that... Uh, at the beginning of, at the end of February, beginning of March, I went to St. Louis to visit uh, my brother Jerry, who's watching right now, and I'm glad I did, and my darling daughter Alicia, who uh, I speak to every day. I mean, it's not St. Louis, I'm sorry, Los Angeles. I went to Los Angeles and was able to visit them, and this whole thing was uh, beginning to uh, take shape rather strongly, you know? So I'm glad I was able to get there and visit with them. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, being able to visit with them again someday soon. Someday soon, you know, sooner maybe than uh, maybe sooner than we think, maybe later than we think. But uh, I will do it. Um, but uh, we're now into day 22 of like uh, pretty much the entire country being on some sort of lockdown. I know there's some Republican governors. There's you know there's things going on where they say the beaches are open. Uh, and some places where they say the beaches are closed. And I respect every governor, every senator, every local mayor, if our local mayor here is watching, everybody who is participating in finding a way to keep us all going the best we can while not going anywhere. Because that's what we got to do, folks. We got to keep going the best we can while not going anywhere. So uh, we're hanging in well. I hope you're hanging in well, too. Uh, a couple things. I think I, I mentioned something kind of um, uh, when this first started. I uh, applied for uh, the emergency uh, disaster relief loan. I don't know if I'm going to get it. I don't know. Uh, of course, that the entire systems there are totally overwhelmed. Uh, I'm going to apply for some other things. Uh, Nick Rupert says, uh, earth, wind, and fire, and sticks. That is right. Both from there. Robert Markin said, someday soon, we all hope. It looks like we're reaching a peak hospital bed usage in New York this week, 38,000 beds, down from 55 to 110, projected to peak later this month. Yeah, you're right, Robert, and I've been following that too. And I am heartened by that. We got to keep hope alive, and we're going to keep hope alive. But at the same time, hope's not going to cause me to go running out in the street, okay? Not yet. Not yet. I still do uh, uh, walk my fine dog, Roscoe, through the neighborhood. Um... But anyway, the other thing is I was going to do a mortgage forbearance and uh, I got a letter today saying uh, I could have a three-month mortgage forbearance, but then I'd have a balloon payment at the end of July. I want to thank a local city councilman, uh, Vince Manfrotti, who put out a post going, be careful with these forbearance things because you could be stuck with a giant balloon payment sooner than you think, and I'm going to opt out of that program. Uh, we will find a way. We will find a way to pay. 
We're going to find a way to pay. We're going to find a way to get through. We're all going to help one another. Hello, Bob Austin. Okay, uh, Tim Lawson, I'm doing great here on the farm. Damn it, Tim, I bet you are. I bet you are, man. I've seen pictures from there. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you're doing well on the farm. I know my brother Jerry's doing well in Los Angeles. I know my daughter's doing well in Los Angeles. I know that uh, Robert Morgan's hanging in there in New York City, uh, right in the thick of it all. You stay safe, Robert. Um, we're going to find a way, okay? And we're going to find a way together. We're going to share good information with one another. You're not going to get any rumors here. You're not going to get conspiracy theories here. I'm just a guy uh, talking to you, and I don't have any more information than the information that you have, okay? Uh, I want to stay in touch with you, and I want my family to be safe, and we're going to do those things. I'm going to keep my spirits high. And one of the ways I'm going to keep my spirits high is by doing this with you every day at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, This is one of the things we're doing. Um, The other thing that we're doing, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, is that we are, uh, oh, look, I'm getting a scam likely call. There we go. We'll just decline that little puppy right there. Um, um, One of the things that we're doing is we've moved our business online. Uh, We have an advanced comedy workshop going on right now that's going to culminate with with a live Zoom show April 17th. How will it go? I don't know. We're gonna, this is going to be our first one. We'll do some things right. We'll do some things wrong. There'll be major successes and epic failures. We're going to do a live Zoom show. We're going to invite you. We're going to invite you, our friends and family, to this show. You're going to have a good time. Just leave your email, comedy schools. Send it to comedy schools at hotmail.com. We're doing that along with, ladies and gentlemen, we are now doing our beginning workshop, uh, beginning workshops online, and that is working out rather well. Well, it's working out. We're getting people to sign up. Okay. Now, if you know anybody who wants to be part of a vibrant, creative community, all right, we're doing this every day for free. Okay. But if you know anybody who wants to be part of a vibrant, uh, a vibrant, creative community, uh, send them our way. Okay. We'd love to have them in our Zoom workshops where we're putting emphasis not just on comedy performance, comedy writing, but also on creativity. And I've also been working on, for those of you who are interested, a way to show you how to entertain in the age of social media. How to entertain in the ways of social media. Years ago, I was with a company where we were doing stand-up comedy in a tiny booth, in a tiny booth and recording it. So I learned a lot in in those years about how to be able to create stand-up comedy that works not in front with no live human beings in front of you, okay, but with tens or hundreds or thousands or millions watching. Uh, camera techniques, vocal techniques that'll help you out a lot. If you're interested in doing that, uh, write me at comedy schools at hotmail.com. Check out our brand new website, the comedy schools radio network.com website. Shirley has worked on it. It's absolutely beautiful. It's got a lot of uh, other information for you. All right, there's Kelly Wilson now, finally coming in at the end here. Hello, Kel. Hello, Kel. We've been talking some St. Louis stuff. Uh, We've got that going, so we've got our advanced workshop going. New advanced workshop starting April 22nd. Uh, I got to tell you, I got to be, I got to tell you that a lot of the, uh, I'll share this with you, a lot of the people who um, are on the advanced workshop are people I've known for quite a while, and how good it does my heart to see them on that night, all of us together even though we can't touch. Although, you know, a lot of these guys, they never wanted to touch anyway, to be honest with you. But uh, uh, to be able to see one another and be able to interact with one another is uh, truly heartwarming. And the other cool thing is we're having people join throughout the country from New York, Houston, 
uh, a woman's joining the workshop from uh, another country. So uh, join in with us, man. I will make it worthwhile. Just like I work real hard today to make this worthwhile to all of you. To say hi to every one of you. To tell you how much I appreciate you. The, the proves that we've been able to do this now. We've been able to do this now for weeks. And we're going to do what it takes. And when it's over, when it's over, it's going to be such an explosion of joy and productivity I don't think we can possibly imagine. There'll be some tough times ahead. My heart goes out. My heart goes out to those of you who lost a loved one to this. My heart goes out to those of you who are sick with this. My heart goes out to those of you who have lost a job through this or in financial panic or anxiety, as I have been a few times during this. My heart goes out to those of you that are quarantined alone, that found yourself flat-footed and by yourself. My heart goes out to all of us. My heart goes out to all of us that we're all going to connect. In the, we're all going to connect and make sure that we see ourselves through this. Okay? All right. I must get a little preachy there because uh, Nick Rupert just said, uh, what's that joke you had? All right, Nick. Um, another thing, man, I'm going like real positive in my life right now. Uh, I have been a cynic. I have been a creep. I have, uh, invol I have involved myself in nasty uh, sniping and uh, been one of the guys in the back of the room uh, years ago making fun of whoever was on stage. That sort of meanness, that sort of pettiness, that sort of jealousy that's leaving my, uh, my personality and that's leaving my humor, okay? I think um, here's the thing for all comics to remember, okay? And it's a good maxim, Okay. During silly times, we joke about serious stuff. During serious times, we joke about silly stuff. So uh, uh, I'm not into putting people down or making fun of what they're doing. Uh, everybody's going through a terrible struggle. Uh, Craig Jacobson said, what are the pennants in the background? Just curious. Love the Visic Live. I'm quarantined alone. Craig, how are you? Always thought the world of you, Craig. You are an inspiration to everyone. Uh, Tim Lawson says, that's our team, Craig. Those are St. Louis Cardinal pennants. One is from the 1982 World Championship, and one is from, I don't know. Shirley, can you look up there and tell me those two pennants? Uh, the baseball pennants hanging right there, okay? She's like, which ones? I'm like, oh, no, I got to. No, I got to. I can't make out the years on them. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm going to get up. Hold on, everybody. I got to do some. One says 1982. One says 04. 04? Oh. All right. So they're both championship pennants. Gee. I feel dumb that I didn't know that. They're both championship pennants. They are both. Oh, no. 04 is not a championship. 04 is when they lost in four to, um, they lost in four to the Boston Red Sox. Uh, one year they won the World Series, and then the other year they lost the World Series. My brother Jerry and I actually flew back. Only World Series game I ever saw in my life. Game four, St. Louis, Boston, Bush Stadium, St. Louis, Missouri. We both lived in Los Angeles. We flew back to our hometown, spent a lot of money to sit in the outfield and watch them lose that game. But damn it, damn it, we made it to a World Series. All right, I think we got to wrap up. Cheryl, what time we got? 2.31. We got to wrap up. Half hour every day, guys. Half hour every day. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your pals. Also on YouTube. Our channel is Comedy Schools. Please subscribe. Please subscribe and leave a comment. Uh, we will appreciate it tons. 
Um, check out our websites, comedyschools.com, comedyschoolsradionetwork.com. Gives you information about stuff we're doing. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your joke joke of the day. Your joke joke of the day. All right? It's not 69, Tim. I don't, it's not 19. They're 82 and 04. Here's your joke joke of the day. An old man goes into a confessional in a Catholic church, opens up the little window, kneels down, priest opens up his little window, leans in. The old man says, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. My life. And the priest goes, what's your sin, my son? He goes, well, I'm sleeping with an 18-year-old girl. And the uh, priest goes, well, how old are you? He goes, I'm 80 years old. Priest goes, well, okay. Um, for your penance, say five Our Fathers and five Hail Marys. The old man goes, I can't, Father, I can't. And the priest goes, why not? He goes, I'm Jewish. Priest goes, if you're Jewish, why are you telling me? The old man goes, I'm telling everybody. <laughs> That's a joke joke from way back in the book of joke jokes. There's your joke of the day. All right. I'm telling everybody. All right. Uh, and you can tell everybody that one, too. My name's Tony Vizic. I'm going to see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time right here on Facebook Live, YouTube, Comedy Schools channel. And, of course, you can listen on the Comedy Schools Radio Network.com in a few moments these will all be downloaded, and you'll be able to go back and watch a recording of them. All right, we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. All right, my YouTube friends. Uh, you know, he's the first on and, uh, and the last off. All right, so we will see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Bye-bye.